Um, okay, so which of course we all which have. of course everybody doesn't have, because, <laughs> but I'll read the beginning of it. Okay, so on so the last thing we saw last week was about somebody who is super sensitive about um, the water, and they refuse to drink unfiltered water. So there's a machlokas whether or not that is something that would be considered borer for them. Because since you, are, since you consider this to be a situation where there is psolus in your ochel, you consider whatever stuff is in there to be psolus. I'm sorry, just to clarify. Yeah. This is just like water in general. This is like a, not like a New York specific seafood. Correct. This is, this is nothing halachic. It's taste. Okay. A taste issue. Mm. So if, if it's just a taste issue, you refuse to drink it. Or even if you're, even if someone is a little bit, um, you know, they're convinced that there's something in the water that's going to whatever hurt them. You know, it's, it's some sort of like self-imposed health concern that they have with the water. Those kinds of things where they're not objective and it is subjective, but it is the point, to the point where you will not, one will not drink that water without it going through a filter. So then there's a machlokas whether or not that's considered borer or not. There are those that are machmir, and that is generally the way people are nohek, is to be machmir. And then there are those that are mekel because they say, listen, what are you filtering? You can't see it in the water. Even after it passes through the filter, it takes a month before anything appears on the back end of the filter. Like, you can't see. It's not like, you know, after you, you know, put water through one time of Brita and then open it up and you won't see anything. Right? Just after one time. It takes a long time for there to be any kind of buildup. So since it's basically invisible, so that is not considered to be an act of bower. That's That would be the flip side of that. So then, um, and then the question was, we left off with, was, can I do it for someone else? I don't care. Someone else does, so my lad will be the person who runs it through the filter. And then it says, Ra ha'ara, look at the ha'ara on the bottom. Okay, so you don't have the beginning of the ha'ara. I'll just read it, and then we'll pick up from when I turn the page. Okay, so he says, so he quotes the Chuvas Maram Shik, who says, he says, he has a, he's unclear about, so can I filter it for you? Vitsideid lahatir. And he comes on closer to the side of saying that it should be okay. But he concludes, but he finishes by saying, that even though it would appear from the, in a book perspective, that it should be okay, it's not something that he's comfortable doing. And then he quotes another Bir Halacha, who says that, um, so there's another suffix elsewhere about um, a situation where uh, somebody has clothing and there's, and there's uh, dew on it and can you shake it out and it has to do with cleaning it and how, how a person... And again, it's something that comes down to subjectivity where there, there seems to be a suffix about that as well. And then the question that was asked was, wait a second, it's the same thing as opening bottles for someone else. So the answer to that is that it's not the same exact thing. This is not a question of, um, it's, this is a question of, for me to do this act, it's usser, because of the way I perceive it. 
So can you do it for me? Mm. Now, when you're, doing the, when you're passing the water through the filter, you're passing it through for me. So you are, so it's like you're preparing soup. Think about it like this. You're preparing soup for me, and there are carrots in the soup, and you know that I hate carrots, so you're pulling the carrots out of the soup. So you're doing borer because it's because you're preparing this for yeah. me. For you, the, the carrots are... For, for me, the, so since your intent is for me, so that, that's really what this question is all about. The opening bottles is that you have one sheet. You hold like one posik. I hold like a different posik. So the posik that I hold like says I could open a bottle. So that, that would theoretically mean that a person can spend their whole shop is just going through a store and opening every bottle. Why not? Like you're not doing anything that's wrong. So go ahead and do it. Well, it's shopkeeper's not, not going to be very happy. Right, shop, right okay. <laughs> but but no. it's a person you don't like. Right? Um, so, Amir Ali Yisrael. Amir Ali Yisrael. So, that's, so that, that more has like a, you know, an ichy feel about it that like, you know, you, you know you're my Shabbos <laughs> goy-ish. Right? Um, so. Right, right. right. I'm cheaper. Right, so. so the After the summer, some people have a late mini or like 8.15 and other people have finished happening already. Yeah. Right. I remember something, yeah. Yeah, right. no, sure, you're right. Yeah, if you yeah. mess up something, you go grab the, grab the guys making late Shabbos, for sure, right? Okay, so that's, that's that question. So then he says, So in this Tshuva of the Maram Shik, he brings up the following. He talks about Misha Masanin Mayan. He is... Um, filtering water because he's afraid that there are bugs in the water. The Kasav, and he writes, Turn the page now, you guys got it. Since um, you don't, since there's no halachic reason to have to worry about it, so and just this guy's extra. Um, he's being nice and saying extra zahir, extra, um, you know, crazy, whatever, however you want to look at it. But he's deciding to go and do this. So it's similar to water that has little pieces in it. So that means that the person who's, who's filtering it is just looked at as a super sensitive person, but that's not the norm. So, so that's how the Maram Shik is kind of analyzing the case. And he's saying, well, if you're nervous about the bugs, that's the same thing as like being nervous about little pieces, and we'll just call you a sensitive person and, you know, you know and, and, and look at it from that perspective. But he says, There's a big difference between these two things. If you've got little pieces in the water, so we say, so we just say that, listen, you know, the, yes, there are these little you know, things, minerals in the water. It's not considered a mixture. Because that's how people drink water, with, with minerals in it. But as far as the shrotsim thing is concerned, if this is a reality, that there is a sheretz in the water, then everybody looks at it like a taruvus. It's not that, well, you know, you're sensitive. No, if these things are there, then everyone has to care. And if they're not, then you don't have to care. That's it. 
when it comes to the minerals in the water, well, then it just depends. Are you sensitive or are you not sensitive? Do you care or do you not care? Now, why do people drink water without filtering it? Why aren't you worried that maybe there is some kind of sharetz that got into the water supply when you open the tap and it happened to come into your pipe and into your sink? Why don't we worry about that? Because we just, like, no, we don't have to assume that that's a reality, and therefore we can just assume that there are no bugs. But if there really was a sharetz and he filtered it out, that is an absolute act of borer. So what would therefore appear is even a person who drinks unfiltered water and is not worried about shratim and one Shabbos um, and in one Shabbos he decides to be like, you know, so it's the Shabbos Shuva. He wants to be like super careful. He heard that there are some people who are afraid that maybe there are bugs. So he said, so this Shabbos I'm only going to drink filtered water. Then he's not allowed to do it. If your intent is to get rid of bugs, that may or may not be there, but if that's what you're doing this for, then you're doing an act of Bora. Because if there really is a Sharet in here, and you're filtering it out, and so that we find that you're having, you're, you're filtering out and we don't say that like, well, you know, this is like normal, and people like drink it this way. They don't drink it this way. This way with the filter. This way with the bug. You don't say that, well, since people drink it this way, so therefore my hypervigilance doesn't really count. No, no one drinks it this way, because. But if they would see reality the way you see reality, they'd also filter it. Okay, so now we could skip this. Um, we could skip this bracket over here. Go to the next paragraph. Nafkamina on this is filtering water for Pesach. That there are, and this is in Eretz Yisrael, many have a minhag to tie some form of a uh, cloth of some sort towards, to, to the cheesecloth, to the top of the, to, to their faucet. Mitoch zihirus b'isr chametz. Because of being careful about the Isra of Chomets. And they leave it there for Shabbos and Yamtiv. So, just something to think about. When it comes to the water that we drink, it's, not, it's much less of a thing to have to, to even think about doing this than in Israel. Because the concept of uh, Chomets and that Chomets Asers. That you're not allowed to, it's, this one, one 60th doesn't happen with chametz. Chametz, even in the slightest, slightest, slightest percentages, you're, 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 it's also. So, what happens if somebody, some kid on Erev Pesach, right, throws a cracker into the Kinara? Okay, which, which, right, anybody who lives in Tiveria, for all you know, that's where they go to have their last, uh, you know, last. At the last supper, but the last <laughs> breakfast, right? And um, and you know, so and some kid may toss a roll into the kinneret. So that means that the water supply of Israel, which is now all that's all the the water is owned by Jews, 
So the water supply then has a drop of chametz in it. So do I have to worry that now my water is infected with chametz? So, so this is this is a big thing. This is a, there. There's much discussion about whether or not that has to be a concern in Eretz Yisrael. So it, it doesn't. It doesn't really take. It takes not just not much. It takes very very little in order to create this concern. So, people get hepped up about this. And now, if that's the amount of, if it's a cracker that is in the Kinara and somehow it's going to come through your pipe, I don't know that any kind of like filtering thing is going to catch it. Like it may be that minute and small, but. Um, but but that, that there is a filter somewhere up, up in yeah, this process. Yeah, you'd hope, right? To your house, right? That there's a water processing drinking, plant. You're not drinking stream water, right? Per se right. And what happens to a piece of chametz embedded in water for a long time? Is it chametz any longer? So you 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 turn you self clean your oven and it burns any chametz on there and it's it's. Not really its original form. Right. See, that got destroyed. Yes. But but the 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 crumb in the water. I don't know how long it would take for it to get destroyed and to not to be to to hit non-existence. I'm not sure. I can't imagine somebody hasn't worked it out somewhere. Oh no no! I'm saying this is like there are, there are long many many long chuvas written about this issue, how to deal with this, how how to deal with this the the possibility of chametz in the Israeli water supply. Yeah, big big. Big thing. Now, Ulafi, so, so, okay, so anyway, so people go and put the thing up on their sink. Ulafi hadvarm hanal, yeshba kach stira So, like, there's an inherent stira in what they're doing. Because that kama shu choshesh eze pure bamayim. If you worry that there really is, that this little piece of crumb is going to find its way down your faucet, and you're really nervous that there's chametz there. Well, guess what? Wemo, now you've done borrow on Shabbos. So you saved yourself from one thing, but now you got the other. was concerned about that. So he would tell, like you said, listen, you know, it's like you can't, you can't have your water and eat it and drink it too. Right? So, Omnam the Indian Maisa. So those people who have that minute to put that little thingy on the on the faucet on Pesach, they really don't have to remove it on Erev Shabbos. Because the reality is that this shash that there's chametz in the water that you're going to go and filter out is not a reality that one has to worry about. And it's just an act of chumrah that make people, you know, it's like chumrah de Pesach. We do, there are lots of things that when thought through from a, from a, a, a strict halachic perspective are unnecessary, but we do them anyway. It's just kachno, that this is, this is what they were nohaik. So, okay, so therefore you could do it, but just realize that because you're, since you're doing it, you're actually proving that it's not a problem. Um, <laughs> Why is that only in the Trinidad Israel? Because ducks here, let's say. No, so so in because we filter more here. Or? No, because if the chametz is owned by a non-Jew, so then there's a concept of bittel under his ownership. Bittel doesn't happen by isurim. It's the idea is that that it's ours and that it's usher, 
So then it, be, it has an iser regardless of uh, the percentages. It's, uh, it's considered 100% iser. So it's specifically something, chametz, that is on Pesach that is going to have more, that, and, and then it's not bottle. But if it belongs to a goy, it's bottle b'shishim, or by what, what measure? I guess it would probably be bottle. Probably, yeah, I think so. Bottle b'shishim, like everything else, yeah. Yeah, I was also going to say, if there really is a, a piece of chametz in, uh, trapped in this uh, cloth, in this uh, uh, thrift cloth or whatever, yeah. I mean, is that is that to be burned on chalmoid or something? Or is that yours now? <laughs> it would be it would actually probably I mean think about it it would probably belong to a non-Jew if somebody sold their chametz so it would be no different than getting mail uh, chametz in the mailbox Cheerios Cheerios right right free sample right <laughs> right so yeah so I think that in in, in America in, in Chutzlarts it's not such an issue because since the ownership is not Jewish so therefore, there are, there's, the, the bittel can happen on, in their ownership. It's not, doesn't have that same level of iser, I believe. I believe that that's why this is an Israeli thing. I think if you had a thrift cloth, if thrift cloth and a piece of bread and put water on it and collected the water, wouldn't the water, like you knew it was in bread, could you drink the water on Pesach? It's like... So what good is the thrift cloth doing? <laughs> um, I would say, what, could you drink the water? If you knew it was in contact with the chametz before, on the one side of the filter, are we really saying that filter really filters out chametz? Well, I would say that, that um, cold water, it, I mean, I wouldn't try this at home, but, but uh, cold water on bread, so, so how is the chametz getting into the water? There is. It has to. There are two ways that that you could be ingesting chametz. One is that if the actual chametz breaks down into the water, and then there's chametz in the water, which is not impo- right. Which I guess with a cracker that could be a possibility. But if you're if it's already if that's already happened and now it's just broken down into the into the just the chametz of it. So if they get cooked together, so then you would have an issue of that there's chametz that is now absorbed in the water. But if you have this purified water and the chametz is not in it or with it anymore, then it's just water, and then, yeah, go ahead and drink it, okay. if you dare. <laughs> right. Okay, because of Shmuel Arbach, um, so those that, that are, again, nervous about some sort of bug in the water, um, be, since a person does not have to worry about that, uh, because we just assume that there's no such thing, so therefore, somebody who, again, is taking on some sort of, you know, wild chumrah about, I'm afraid that somewhere in the, you know, in the aquifer there's, uh, there are bugs, and, and it's in a place where there's no such thing, it's never been found, and not, not a reality, so, but they want to just be careful anyway, so um, th- they're not doing borer, because there's no reason to believe that there really is anything there. 
וכן אין חמץ בפסח, מי שחושש הרבה מחמס חומר דרך חמץ, somebody who's like super duper into the חומר of חמץ, ותולו פיסס בת, לסן הנסמיים, and they put on that little filter piece in order to filter out the, the water, הרי זה מוטר, כי מישהו עצמו יודע, because he himself knows, שאין כאן חשש, שצריך לחש לו, you get, you know, come on, deep down inside you know there's not a big issue. ומסתמה לא נעשה כאן שום מייסה בריירה, אין מסתמה, there's no בריירה happening, אף שאדם... Even though he feels that he's got to, you know, be careful about this. Come on, you know, you, everybody knows what's going on over here, so, so it's not a big deal. Okay, up top to number mem, letter mem. Should I take a spur of the tangent or not? Should I stay awake from, should I go to New York Water or not? Go, yeah. All right, so New York Water, the issue is that there are known bugs, seafood, whatever you want to call them. Right, <laughs> seafood. Seafood. Uh, seafood that can't be seen, right? That, yes, that, that can't be seen easily with the naked eye. Right. Okay. So there's this mock locus about filter, not filter, and uh, I mean, can use the filter on Shabbos. Uh, so, any, uh, so, so, I mean, Lemaisa, though, the... You know, I think most posts can worry about it or think that there really is, there are bugs in that water. And therefore, the, the filters are not allowed to be used on Shabbos. Filters are not allowed? Not allowed to be used on Shabbos. All water has to be pre-filtered before Shabbos. Is on the other side I think he was, no, I think he was uh, nervous about it. Right? The OU is, the OU filters water. All OU restaurants... I think Star K restaurants, all those restaurants in New York. So when somebody uses, say, a Brita pitcher? Yeah. So I'm not talking about New York City. I'm talking about, say, say here or Chicago, wherever. Um, you're trying to, you want to make sure there's no lead in your water. I mean, technically, I mean, you can't see it. You can't taste it. But conceivably, it could be there. Is, is, would that be bow rare? Or, I mean... You so, can't. again, that, that would be the type of thing, like, okay, so let's say somebody does that. Now, they are, um, they're at a, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're staying for a night in a motel, and they don't have their Brita filter with them. What are they drinking? Are they going to drink the tap water? I presume they would. So then it's fine. So if a person is just doing it because they have some sort of heightened whatever... But it's not a make-or-break thing. It's like, uh, yeah. They would drink tap water if uh, yeah. came to show. But right. So, then so somebody, right, somebody who has, somebody who, who and it's, a, again, it could be the lead, it could be the taste, it could be somebody who much prefers the filtered water but is willing to, willing and able to drink tap water, then that act of filtering is not an act of bower. Because we don't really see it as psolus and ocho. It's only the people who are, no, they're not going to, no, that's unhealthy to drink that water, I'm going to go buy Coke. That's that person, right, whatever that health cheshbon uh, is, right, that person um, is not going to be able to filter the water. Okay, Kiluf Perus Virakos. Okay, so he says, Perus Virakos Asherov Bani Adam Ochlin Osam Bekli Pasam. So if you have fruits and vegetables that most people eat them with their peels on, you are allowed to peel them even not immediately before the su'uda. 
But if the person is super sensitive, and they're makbid not to eat this fruit with its peel, then perhaps uh, it would only be allowed for him to do it right before the su'uda. Um, same idea. It's the same idea. Is that is this considered? Are they considered two things? So there are some people who will always peel the apples. They will not eat apple peels. But I think m- many, most people will eat apple peels. Not a big deal. So it, if that's the what? That, yes. Okay. And so therefore, if that's the case, so then that means that it's not considered. So it's not considered two things. It's not just not considered psilis. It's an apple. An apple, yes, an apple has multiple parts to it. Some are white, some are red. That's, okay, but, that, 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 but it's all apple. And if it's all apple, we don't see it as two different things. So therefore, the peeling of it is like cutting it. Happens to be that, yes, you're taking off the red part and leaving the white part, fine. But we don't, again, look at it. If you are ready, willing, and able, for the most part, to eat both parts of that apple, then it's not a, it's, that's not a thing. You don't have to worry about that. And oranges, you don't have to worry about them doing it right away, right? Right, so an orange, that's what he says, like, we're going to see later on what the logic of being able, the, the logic is a little, like, you know, we have to figure out, to eat an orange, you do have to remove the bad from the good. So that would seem to mess with all of our, the, the whole concept of, of borer. So we'll have to understand why that's okay. But he's just saying, with the assumption that it's okay, but, some, but you would need to peel an orange right before the meal, that's not really always true. So someone who, let's say, would eat uh, a cucumber is something that kind of swings both ways. Sometimes people will, sometimes they won't. It depends on the cucumber. So, so that's the type of thing where if you're more than happy to eat it with the peel on and you just happen to, for whatever reason, want to get part of the peel off um, th- this time, so to go and take that off, even if it's not some there would not be a big deal because it's all one thing. All right, next. What about squeezing out foods that are cooked or fried? So, yeah. Quick question on the previous. The apple, um, of course, you have, uh, if you want to prepare sliced apples and remove the uh, seed cavity in the middle there. So that is, it would seem to imply that it's outright borer. If you're going you're gonna to serve it right away for dessert, let's say, would it not? Or would it? Uh, I, I would, so I would generally say, I, I, based on what we're discussing here, yes. The only way that it would possibly be okay to use one of those coring thingies or is just taking a knife and cutting like, going through the middle, right? Right. Is it, right. Is if you if you would be able to leave enough apple. Part you don't want some residue, you're saying? No, tough. If you leave some of the stuff that you do want with oh. the, right. right. So if you go wide, if you if you do a wide, uh, you know, a wide coring of it, that could be okay. But well, well, I think he'll. Okay, we're we're going to get to that, yeah. Okay, Michael Shin is bashal, nitgan. So if you have a, a food that's cooked or fried, and you want to squeeze out the the oil that's in it. Because you're trying to, you know, there's no, no need to have the excessive oil. 
just the regular excess oil is fine. Mutter <laughs> lesochto, you can squeeze it. Ve'im v'semishum iserbor, and there's no iserbor. Vimhu istinis, but if the person is an istinis, super sensitive person, ve'enu yachal la'ochlo b'ribo yashem shabo, and they're not able to eat it because of the extra shemen. Oh, shekamus Hashem gedola ad kadei sherov b'nei adam lo yachluhu, or that there's so much oil in the thing that no one is willing to eat this. Like, this is something that needs to be squeezed before anybody's willing to pop it in. Yesh um, lasar. So then that's something that's asar. Uh, let's just continue through this. Dog kavush b'shemen, kagontunu usardinim. So if you have a fish that is a kavush that's, uh, that, that's, that's um, uh, like preserved in oil, like tuna, sardines, ein lishboch meha kufsa o meha tzalachat, as Hashem and Hamuruvbo, you're not allowed to pour out from the can or the, the or or the plate that the or, where the oil is mixed. because then you're taking the psolos from the ochel. But you can pull the tuna out of the oil. Don't pull. Don't squeeze the oil out of the tuna. But But if it's if it's to the point where the amount of oil that's in there is small enough that it is really secondary to the food. And this is the way that people will eat it. But, but you still want to dry it out more. You can still squeeze out that oil from the, the, the fish from the oil that's, that's mixed into it. Because again, then we don't look at it like two things. Now we look at it like it's tuna. Yes, there happens to be liquid that's with it, but whatever, it's just part of the tuna. So, for example, there's a tuna that is packed in olive oil. And it even says, don't get rid of all the oil because that's part of the soup. But you drain some of the oil, but you're keeping, is that, that, that would be acceptable, wouldn't it? So I would say this, before Shabbos, so, so to drain the, some, the oil that you're supposed to drain, you can't drain. Cannot. Cannot. Because that would be, there's excess oil, and you want to get rid of that. But let's say somebody went, and before Shabbos, they got rid of that, ex, that excess oil. And now it's Shabbos, they open it, and then, you know, somebody's looking at it, and they say, you know something, I'd really like to get more of this out of here. Or, even though they recommend that I keep the oil there, I'm not interested. Then go ahead. Then go ahead and squeeze out whatever you want. With a napkin, with whatever you want, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying with a yacht. Or with a cleat. Even with a cleat, because if there's such a... Right. Even with a cleat, because we are, again, we are perceiving this as one thing. It's tuna. Tuna is packed with something. There's going to be some moisture with it. So if you're overly sensitive and you say that I want none of the moisture, I want this dried out to the, you know, all the way down, so then, okay, that's, that's, that becomes your particularity, but we don't look at it that now there's tuna and excess stuff. It's tuna. You just want to get rid of something. That's part of the tuna. Um... Okay, so one second. But, and again, 
if you are super sensitive and it is impossible for you to eat this stuff with the amount of liquid that, again, a normal person would have no problem with, then then maybe for that person, it is also for them to squeeze it out. So again, uh, just maybe an easier case is the fried chicken case, because so, um, so when it's super saturated, so then, okay, then people will, you know, put a paper towel on it, put a napkin on it, and try to get some of that stuff off of it. Uh, but then you have people who are very sensitive, and they'll start, like, squeezing, and, like, okay, that's... Now, th- that would be okay if, it's, if it looks normal, and if you would eat it anyway. But if, if it's something that you will not eat this thing until you have you know, squeezed out every last drop of, of oil in it, then, it's, then, then you have turned it into, to mean him, you've turned it into chicken and oil, and now you have a problem, and you're not allowed to do that. It seems, it seems like we could say that about like fish and bones. We don't say, this is fish and bones, we say this is fish. So why is like the bones then, or watermelon? This is watermelon. It's not watermelon and seeds. It's watermelon. Right. So part of that has to do with the natural. Those things are naturally together. That's why we call them watermelon. But ultimately, it's it is watermelon and seeds. This is like I've you know prepared chicken or canned tuna is took two things you put them together. So we'll. But at a certain point, it just becomes like this is what the tuna is. Like that, that's, that's what you bought. If you wanted just tuna, go to the fish store and buy tuna. Like, d- don't buy a can of tuna if you're not interested in having liquid with it. That's, so, okay, but when you open the can, there is, like this, there is extra liquid in it. True. Get rid of that. And that, that is the excess. But what, what is normally considered to be part of the tuna that regular people will eat you, you, you can't, that, that stops being a separate thing. We have varieties of some of these fruits and vegetables that are seedless. Right. Purposely. Purposely, to, because, because the seeds are not looked at as negative. Right, negative. right, right. Very good, right, it's true. Um, okay. Uh-huh. Okay, th- okay, so Mem's not that important. Let's, let's go to uh, um, Mem Gimel over here. Bereras psolas mi psolas. What about the following scenario? Mutter lishboch el hakir she'erios shal ochlim af shehem mistaninim b'mesanenes shebekir. So I have a bowl of soup that someone didn't finish. So there's, at the bottom of the soup, there's some liquid, and then there are some, you know, there's a little carrot, you know, so the dregs of whatever it is. So can I pour that into the sink with my sink having a filter on the filter? We don't look at it that way, but a strainer, but it's a filter at the, you know, in, in the drain. Because when I pour it in, then all of a sudden, I don't want it. I, I'm separating the liquids from the solids. So is that okay? Mutter. It's allowed. Mutter lishboch alakir she'eriyos shalochlim afshehim mistanenim b'mesanenah shebekir. So I can pour those leftovers of food, even though they're going to get strained by the strainer in the sink. And there is no iser borer. Why? All, it's all garbage. The end of the day, what's in the bowl? Well, I have a little carrot and... No, 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 no. You got garbage. It's garbage in the bowl. 
and therefore it's garbage that you're throwing into this drainer. So you just drained garbage from garbage. Very good. <laughs> and we don't consider the liquid and the chunks of stuff to be two separate things. Look further in the Ha'ara. So let's, let's go down to Mem Aleph over here. This comes from the Shmir Shabbos Kol Chasa. B'Shem so he really looks at it, it's like, it's like big and small apples. It's all one thing. It's garbage. So just there's solid garbage and liquid garbage. Okay. Since the person's intent is to throw it all out. And he's not thinking about straining. It's not, he doesn't want to keep the solid. Doesn't like there's nothing going on about that. The only point is that he just doesn't want that stuff in the sink. He doesn't want that in the drain. Ain al That's not considered an act of borer at all. Ule inyan barza shekasav deborer leibud lav shem borer lav ach yesh lechalik debenidan didan yesh lo kavana liveras agushim minanos lemitzarich etzem hazrika leibud. So he says. So so the 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 chazan ish. Brings up a point about how, at the end of the day, it's you could still wonder that um, I I I do want I have two different purposes that I want to do with this thing. It, it's true that we can all classify it all as garbage, but I want the liquids to not be in the garbage can, and I want the solids to not be in the drain. So at the end, can we are we supposed to view that as being two different, I don't know if the word is purposes, or two different things that you want done with this. You know, you can, you can, you can turn anything into, well, it's, you know, I have the, the, the red pieces and the black pieces and the connect four. Ah, it's all, go- it's all toys. So therefore, what's the difference? No, there is a difference. They, they have different, they do different things. This one is for this player, this one is for that player. So we're here also, are we supposed to view this as, well, they, they do, do two different things. Shalom Zalman is saying, no, they're not. They're not two different things. There, yes, there are two different places you want the garbage, but it's really just because you don't want liquid in your garbage can because that's the day that the bag gets a leak, and you don't want the solids in your sink because that's going to clog the pipes. Ah, but if you have it in, what is it? Um, disposal? Disposal. It's still going the same place. It's just going there after Shabbos, whereas the liquid is going down the drain on Shabbos. So it's it's it is the same if you if you if you own right. the um, well, um, disposal. Thank you. Right. If you own a disposal, it, it it would be mutter because it's going in the same place. It's all garbage. It's just one's liquid, and you don't right. And you just deal with it right. Okay. Shops, so and then you right? just deal with that, it differently. I'm okay. That's what he would. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I, I don't think that he's saying that the Chazanish really disagrees with this. I think he just. Brings up this, you know, the other this other perspective. I think halachalamaisa, you can go ahead and do it. So can we say this with recycling, which is trash? Uh, you're you're discarding it, just discarding it in a different container. Like you know, you see a piece of paper in your trash. Can you take it out and put can it? Can you in take the it out and put it in the recycling? Or vice versa, if you see something that shouldn't be in the paper recycling, can you take it out and put it in the trash? But they're both good. They're both trash. Well. One man's trash is used again. I was about to say, if you own if you own the recycling company, then for sure not. That's guilt. So that's big guilt. Yeah. Um, the, the only the only thing I would wonder about is that because 
we look at the recycling as garbage. Mm-hmm. But the, the idea is that it's not being garbage. It's not, it's not so getting... The reality garbage. is it is garbage because only 5% of what we recycle no. actually is recycled recycled. in terms of plastic. That's true. That's really? it, it's in, although it ends up in landfills. It is garbage. It is garbage. Mm-hmm. It really, yeah. You're saying mean, the rover, for rover is, yeah. is going to a landfill, right. not back in the plastic yeah. bottles. That's, that's true. Right. Little fact there. It's a good Rule point. Okay. That's a very good point. So you're saying. Of course, and if I put something in my paper recycling, I might go back and grab that paper again at some point, too. It's happened. You recycle the sap, yeah, 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 yeah. and then you need it. What time was mythical last week? Hey. Oh, Let me get the I sap mean, from the Right, I've done that, and because the paper's paper, clean. Right, because right, the, the paper, paper yeah, yeah, I've used it as a funnel. I wanted an envelope to stick something in to bring to the Jacob's house, so I took one out of the recycling. Stuck it from there. Now you know. They'll take the check. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get a new envelope. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll take the check without the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's. <laughs> but since you're saying that, so then that makes it that. It, so then it's not. Then you're saying it's not garbage. I'm saying that, that, that it's not to me. It's not garbage until it goes out of the house. It, 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 when it's sitting in there, I might go back and pull that section of the newspaper again, for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, where was that article about about Southeast Hebrew in in, in, in uh, the Yad and in, 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 in there already? You know. I don't know if you can put the hoodie on. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, that's a good question. I don't think about that. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Mem Dalit. Tzalachat, a plate. Okay, in page Kuf Mem Dalit. Right? Tzalachat, a plate. Sheyesh ba she'erios ochel, shem'unyin lezarkon. Oh, so you have a plate that some of the leftover food... So, and you want to... It's got, it's got leftover food. You're going to throw it out. V'chelik me'ab solis, kodosh b'kedusha shviyas. Okay, this year is... Right? So now part of it is shmita. Yesh, oh, this this actually is very similar to your question. Yesh la'ayin imuter liver as apsolis hazu almanas la'nicha b'pacha shmita. So now, can you go? You have two different garbages. You have the garbage, the shmita garbage, where you put stuff in there and then you let it rot, and then you have your regular garbage that you do regular garbage stuff with. So, question: Is that considered bore? This I would imagine is very similar to your question. Um, Mem beis. So he sends you down to the to the hara. Listen, it's all garbage to me. Like, what, I personally, all this stuff is going away. So, okay. That's one way to look at it. So it's just psolus and psolus, no iser. That's what Rav Nissen Karelet said. But, but Lamaisa, he said not to do so. So those postkim in Eretz Yisrael said that such a thing was Aser. So, uh, so I would say that if that's the case, then I would imagine that the recycling would also be the same thing. Especially given the, the realities that you guys are pointing out 
about how, while yes, we consider it garbage, like this is just stuff that has to leave our houses. So now the government has told us, okay, you got the bin, you got the thing, you got the garbage can, you know, figure it out, separate it out for us in advance. Okay. So even though it's all garbage to me, but some of that stuff is keepable, recyclable, at least on for yourself, that you may go and reuse something in there. Over here, all this stuff is garbage. The, the Shemitah stuff, that's garbage. So, um, I'm not sure. So, I, I, would, I would actually want to look up. I'll, I'll try to believe now that I'll try to look this up. Because, is he saying, like, so what's the problem here? Do you say that, like, well, listen, two different forms of garbage is two different things? Maybe he's, maybe he's thinking about it in a way that once something has a certain kedusha, then it, it automatically is something that's different. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I don't know exactly why he said what he said, so therefore um, I don't want to... But ultimately we disregard the kedusha and throw it in the regular garbage once it rots, right? Is because, that what happens to it? Yeah, because then it... Beca- then, but that, the it way we see it is kedusha. then it, it goes into non-existence. It's uh-huh. rotten. It's no longer a thing. It's no longer it, and therefore I can throw it out. So it's, once, it, once it becomes you know, compost, so then it's just not, doesn't have Kedusha Shvius anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we'll step over here. Go on. Thank you. Okay. Thank you.